RIP to the king. Kia and Hyundai are updating their cars so that you can't steal them as easily. And AI is flying aircrafts, war aircrafts. And you want to buy one of those X3D chips? Psst, get good friends. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And we're going to start off today talking about a little unsurprised Valentine's gift that Microsoft de- decided to deliver to a ton of people who are consistently using Internet Explorer on Windows 10. And that is because they removed it. You can't have it on Windows 10 no more. You'll have to go through unofficial means if you wanted it. And that's because official support for Internet Explorer on Windows 10 was done in June of 2022. And now they're officially removing especially now that it's not supported any longer. They're going to be redirected to Microsoft Edge. You have to be on Edge if you want anything. This obviously is not necessarily all that surprising. It's a little weird that they're removing it, not just keeping it on the operating system, but it only applies to certain versions of Windows 10. So likely you, if you're on a Windows 10, just regular version, Internet of Things and Enterprise Multi-Session are expected to lose theirs, whereas a few others have not been affected. If you want it that badly, go back to Windows 8.1 or Windows 7. You can get that. In case Internet Explorer was that important to you, you could still have it if you so desperately want, and I desperately want today's video sponsor, I'll tell you that much. My friends, today's video is brought to you by my favorite sneakers ever, and that is Vessi and their brand new Stormburst sneakers. I wear my Vessis literally wherever we go, and their new Stormbursts are perfect for this winter season. I have them on whether I'm outside, inside, honestly, they're great. Shoe. Especially moving here to the north where we actually have proper winters. In one day, we can have sleet, freezing rain, snow, then it can all melt and then be put into puddles on the ground. And I don't have to worry about deciding what's the perfect shoe for me to wear today because I have my Vessies. They're my go-to shoe right by the front door, no matter what I'm doing, because especially with these new Stormbursts, they've got this high top feature, which allows me to get more coverage to make sure that with their Dymatex material, allowing the water and the rain and the ice and the snow not to make it onto my sock, making sure that my foot is dry. I am staying comfortable in the entire time that I'm outdoors. And that Dymatech is a dual climate knit material that will keep you cool in the summer and warm in the cold weather that is currently here. And it makes sure that your feet are dry in the wettest of weather, especially great as we go into spring and things might get crazy again with just different things happening every single day, making your feet wet, dry, doesn't matter. You're good in your vessies. And they're also comfortable, durable, they're breathable, they're grippy, they're warm. They have a rugged rubber outer sole that provides extra grip in those slippery conditions and they have added material laying in for the extra warmth in the cold. These Stormburst boots are honestly great for me. I just slip them on. They do have the ability to tie them. I just with every single pair of Vessies that I've ever owned, I just like the slip on. It's so easy to slip these on, get out the door, make sure that my feet are going to stay dry. You can have that happen for you too. So if you want to check out the Stormburst for yourself, which I highly recommend, you can go to Vessi.com forward slash UFD tech and enter code UFD tech at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. You get your Vessi sneaker the size that you want, and you're going to make sure that your feet stay warm and dry in this unpredictable weather that we've got going on here. Big thanks again to Vessi for sponsoring today's video. And just like that ad was delivered straight to your eyeballs on the iPhone, you have to opt in to get tracked across the entire interwebs and Google's trying to make it. So that's the same on Android, trying to get to parity when it comes to the privacy features that Apple's been implementing on that side with them trying out the privacy sandbox in a closed beta right now that's supposed to make it so that it's 
router to track you and your digital footprint across the internet. Using an Android mobile device is gonna start with Android 13 devices and it will have your own marketing ID, but in a way that makes it so that it's respecting your privacy and it can partner with advertisers on the beta to find out how effective this new privacy sandbox is for both the user at protecting them as well as the new advertising metrics that they're going to be having. And this is part of Google's larger strategy to get rid of cookies completely by 2024. No more cookies on the internet, my friends. You're gonna have to go on a diet and you might wanna do that by running real fast, which is exactly what Geekbench is supposed to do to your PC. I like that segue. Geekbench 6 is now getting announced with a completely overhauled setup because they wanna be more true to what real life applications are being used. Geekbench is just a very simple way to cross-platform benchmark things to find out what's their number, how did they compare. It's not great for every single application, but it does at least give you a starting place and they've changed it so that it integrates things like blurring the background in a conferencing video, filtering and adjusting images for social media sites, it, taking in modern data sets of high resolution photos and true to life scaling with multi-core enhancements to make it so that it's optimizing more effectively for that with it seeming like this is a more robust benchmark to the point where it's gonna run about twice as long as Geekbench 5 did, but hopefully could give us a clearer picture of how devices are supposed to be performing. And we could have a more solid understanding, especially when Geekbench scores leak, that we'd be able to know, hey, okay, this is this is how it's supposed to perform IRL. And one day I'll see Reese again IRL. My wife is actually gonna see him and Catelyn and Tendai before I do because she's flying to South Africa in March. We just booked her tickets and I don't get to go. So I'm gonna be sad while he gives you the hottest tech deals. <laughs> no. Thanks, Reese. You know what's a better deal than everything you just said? A free car. You want a free car? Well, there was a TikTok challenge that was going around a few months ago, kind of still around, where you can steal Hyundai and Kia vehicles between 2015 and 2019 model years because there was a security vulnerability that just meant that you could bypass the electronic immobilizer if you only had a USB cable, which is one of the easiest things to possibly do. So this was the Kia Boys Kia challenge where you could steal in tons of vehicles. It was it was probably problematic for a ton of people to the point where it's estimated that hundreds of vehicles were stolen. If not thousands, there was at least 14 crashes related to it and eight fatalities. Some estimations are about 7,000 vehicles total were stolen since this Kia challenge came about. And the response from the companies was, hey, pay us to fix this issue that we so glaringly put as a security vulnerability in your car to the tune of uh, up to 500 bucks for parts and labor for us to finally fix the issue that we probably shouldn't have delivered in the first place. But now the news and the report that's going on here is that Hyundai and Kia are saying that they will issue a software update for free if you bring it into the dealership for the roughly 8 million cars that are susceptible to this vulnerability. It's supposed to take less than an hour. Contact your local dealership if you're on a Kia with a key ignition. It, this does not apply to the push button start ones as far as I'm aware. Obviously check your details, but 2015 to 2019 Kia and Hyundai, hopefully no longer technologically vulnerable to a USB cable. And speaking of technologically vulnerable, we had the Super Bowl that went on this past Sunday, the big game, as they call it. And there's some details coming out about how people are consuming it, with it being reported that it is the most streamed Super Bowl in history, coming in at 7 million streams, which is about a million more than last year, and about double what it was in 2020. And with the breakdown of the streaming services showing that NFL Plus was a big player, Fubo TV 
as well as Hulu coming in at a nice 69 million views. This honestly just leads me to the question. One of the things that I'm curious about, especially with our audience, is how are you consuming media? Number one, did you watch the Super Bowl? Especially if you're in the United States, it's more of a cultural moment. Did you go to a Super Bowl party? Was it on? And then if you did, were you watching it on a traditional television channel or were you having it streamed via the likes of YouTube TV, Hulu, etc.? And on top of that, how do you watch television? Is it just through streaming services like Netflix, Disney Plus, Apple TV, or is it actually through some sort of live TV format? Or do you only have that for sports? I want to hear all of those details. Answer every single question as honestly as you can, because it will be graded down below in the comments. Speaking of grading, Lockheed Martin is grading an AI on how it can fly a fighter jet. And it turns out pretty dang good. They had an AI fly a USAF aircraft for 17 hours. This was in training. This was not actually in the air, but it was in their variable in-flight simulation test aircraft that has software that can simulate real world conditions. And it's how they train pilots. And they said that the flight took place in a testing period in December. That's the first time that AI has been implemented in this way with them saying that this approach combined with the focus testing on new vehicle systems as they are produced will rapidly mature autonomy for uncrewed platforms and allow us to deliver tactically relevant capability to our warfare. Fighter. So it looks like AI is going to be coming to a battlefield near you, but it does open up the broader question of would you trust an airline that got rid of pilots completely and was just flying based on AI? Obviously, I don't think a lot of people would say yes right now. I'm curious to hear what your perspective is, but do you see yourself becoming comfortable with that where things further get automated and the people who are flying, who are driving you around are getting replaced by these AI developments? I want to hear from you down below in those comments and I want an X3D chip desperately due from AMD. Those are supposed to be launching not yesterday because that was the initial leak that AMD put out that was supposed to be on Valentine's Day. Didn't happen, but they are coming out on February 28th. And if you live in France, if you live in Europe, you can get it right now as a pre-order for 800 euro. I'm very jealous that you can pre-order it right now. It does appear to be at a little bit of a price premium because the announced American price was $700. It should be around 700 to 750 euro after that. So it does look like there's an early adopter price tax on that. We are currently working on a way for us to get the X3D chips at launch from Micro Center while also doing a live stream at Micro Center. I'm excited for it. Let me know if that excites you. Have you ever been to a micro center? Would you watch a stream of people going to buy stuff at a micro center? The last time we did it, it was tons of fun. A lot of people showed up. I want to hear from you again down below in those comments. Utilize them. This is a conversation. I read them. I do read the comments. I try to respond sometimes. I mostly respond in the videos and how I approach them because you critique me, get me to develop and be a better person. And that's what hopefully I can stop doing eventually because I will be perfect one day when I'm dead.